Good afternoon, Jason. How are you today? Hey, Chris. Doing well. Welcome to Leading is Serving. Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's been a great week. I've talked to a lot of great business week, business owners this week. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just... It is just super exciting and thrilling. Dude, it's cool to, to see you so excited. To talk like this. to people about their business and how much impact they're making. Right, right. And it's just super... I mean, that's just really... I mean, and I, that's why I love doing this podcast is just because... Mm-hmm. Like these tools are really helping people, which is super exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I just whether people realize it or not, like yes, we put names on some of these tools, but some of these people are using these tools and they just don't even know it. Right. Or right. we're giving them the information in our personal conversations. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should probably do this. Yeah. And yeah. then it's just like it's exciting to see them take off with it. Right. Right. So, anyways, yeah. sorry. Well, welcome Tangent. to the podcast, y'all. Um, we. Uh, you know, leading and serving is the desire to fight for the highest good of others. And sure that's what we're about. Not just making income in our businesses and in our work, but making impact in our community. How can we fight for our community, for our families, for our friends, our neighborhoods, everything, everybody involved. And yes. so that's, that's our heart. And we've got a couple opportunities um, that are out there right now. I mean, first off, we're, we're looking for some leaders here in the community sure to are. interview. So hop over to the website, leadingisserving.com. And you can nominate a leader to, if you think somebody's doing an amazing job at bringing impact to the community through their work and through what they do, uh, nominate them. Let them yeah. know. Let us know. We'd love to uh, start that conversation and see if they'd be willing to be on the podcast. Yeah. And the other opportunity is, you know, we've been talking about all these these groups. We have. You know, about uh, peer-to-peer mentoring groups and masterminds, you know, all these things. And the value of that, of that relational um, sure. iron sharpens iron kind of moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got openings for new groups. We and do. we've had people reaching out to us and saying, hey, I want to be a part of that. Yes. And we've got about half of a group ready to go. Yep. You know, we got room for a couple more. And so we're starting something up through the Uncommons coming up pretty soon about yes. a business network and, a, and, and how you can get involved in these groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us know if you're interested. We'd love to tell you more about that. And we will let you know more details in the yeah. next couple of weeks. As we iron these out, we're super excited about the details that are coming together about those yeah. groups and the things that are going on with the, you know, the planning of all that. Right. And so, honestly, I'm actually thinking that we're recording this far enough ahead that there might be additional details that will be live by the time this airs. Oh, that's true. So we might... We might have to, we'll have to figure that out. Add that back The magic of recording. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but today we wanted to talk about us. And yes. About you. About us collectively. Right. Correct. Of, um, you know, we, we joke a lot about dumpster fires. We do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how often there's a fire that we have to go put out, right? This is so true. And I mean, we've talked to so many other business owners that here, I mean, especially here lately, like if there's a lot of dumpster fires and what we would classify as a dumpster fire. And so what do you mean by a dumpster fire? Let's just verify well, what that like, means. Um, even if you want to take it as simple as uh, that that moment in uh, Forrest Gump where mm-hmm. he's running across the country, right? Right. And, um, you know, the guy gets covered in mud or whatever and he, you know, he says a bad word. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or a, maybe, yeah, it's a word we're not supposed to say. Right. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a bad word at our house anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he looks at, at Forrest Gump and he goes, it happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so now a saying, you know, they're like, you know, they're joking about how that saying came about, right? Right. So that's kind of a dumpster fire to me. Like, I, I was just talking to a, a leader that 
you know, supposed to cross paths with. And it was like, I, something just changed in my business. I have no control over it. Yeah. And receiving a delivery and I just got to go do it. Right. Like, okay. And business, you know, life, life happens, business happens. Right. Those are some of the dumpster fires, whether they're small or, you know, then there's some big ones. Right. (laughs) Well, and I mean, everybody's at a different level, right? So, so if you're a solopreneur, maybe a dumpster fire looks like, yeah, you have to show up for the delivery that Amazon's going to deliver, you know, like, or, you know, or, and you have to implement that right away because you've been waiting on it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know, um, we, at one point we had waited three months for a piece of material that, that was held up a huge job for us. Right. So, you know, it wasn't really a, the dumpster fire that I would think that you're talking about, but it was when it came in, like right. kind of, we had to shift our day to try to make, to get that done to, right. so we could get that finished. I mean, a lot of us like moving up, whether it's, whether it's moving up the ladder Mm-hmm. At, in our jobs, you know, we, we achieve a certain level of leadership so that we can be in more control mm-hmm. of what we get to do, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Or some of us just jump in the entrepreneurial truck and we go to town thinking, I'm going to start my own business so that I can be in control. Right. And then the dumpster fires happen and you realize you're not, you're not in control. <laughs> no. Something else that controls you. You're almost, you're almost a slave to your business in a sense. Right. Which, I mean, let's, so let's talk about that. Let's break that down a little bit because there's many times where, yeah, you walk out of one, a job where you're at a W2, where your boss is your immediate person that you have to right. make them happy with as far as what that accountability process is. Mm-hmm. And then there's so many people that walk out of their business or walk out of their job. It's a W2 situation. And then they have to have customers. And so now they have customers that they're accountable to. Instead of one person, now they have right two to 200 in a year, mm-hmm. right? So it just, it comes and go. There's an ebb and flow with that. So I think what I, w- I would like to touch on today is like, I think that these dumpster fires are twofold. I think there's some things that are actually out of our control, right? Right. There are circumstances of the situation and just is what it is, right? Right. And so you can you can hone that in as much as possible. But then there's the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. There is um, the ability to plan for knowing something's coming. There's the ability right. to plan for meetings accordingly. Like, you know, so it's like, so I don't have to... Um, cancel a meeting with the customers because I know Mm -hmm. there's a good chance that this part's going to come in during that timeline or during that day. So it's better for me to schedule that stuff for tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? So, and that's what I have found is that instead of trying to make it all happen in one day, if I stretch it out a little bit, yeah, sometimes my time is not as efficient, but what I also can find out is, or what I've also found out is, is that if I do that, I can use that time in between things to work on an estimate or mm-hmm. spend time right. and get back, get, get my efficiency back without having to run around with my hair on fire. Right. 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 And, and go ahead. I mean, what you're talking about, um, you're mentioning the, the tool controlling them, con- the, controlling the controllables. Right. 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 That there are things that we absolutely have no control, no influence over right. and they just happen. Right. You can't shift it. It just is right. right. There's things that you have influence over. Yep. For example, you know, if you and I want to go grab lunch, I can't control your schedule. Right. But I can influence when we go to that. Right. Right. And then there's things that you solely control. Mm-hmm. And what I think also happens is that we end up in this state of feeling like we're controlled by the situation. Right. When in essence, 
we're reaping exactly what we sowed. <laughs> right. You're you know, right. we've set up a system or an expectation that we now have to fulfill, mm-hmm. and it's and it's taxing. It's right. exhausting. It's controlling us, rather. Right? Right. And so one thing I want to comment about that, because I think that some of the business owners, and I'm, I'm truly, let, let's, go, let's go to me. When I first started my business at some level, I thought that's what was supposed to happen. I kind of thought at some level, like, if I wasn't putting out some fires and I wasn't taking care of those customers immediately, that they would go away or that I wasn't busy enough or Mm. that I didn't really have a business that I was really, I needed to be, have that tied connection to. Right. Right. Now I am very much tied to my business and, and at some level, you know, probably too much and I'm, I'm working through that. Right. But when I first started it, and when, you know, Scott and I are working side by side, there was many a days where I was doing more than I should have and got and couldn't do anything different because I didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as I grew, then I recognized the controllables and the uncontrollables right. and, and was able to curtail my life a little right. bit differently. And I think that's what, you know, for some of the business owners I know, I think for me, the shift then became, oh, so this is how you work on your business, not just in your business. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard multiple people that are talking about, hey, this is how you scale. This is how Mm -hmm. you, you know, you have a better outcome for you. Right. And so in order to do that, you have to lead yourself. And in the process, you have to be able to work on your business, not just in your business. Right. 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 I mean, but and I, as an early entrepreneur who was running solo or running so me and Scott and running in tandem to, with Scott and I, I was like, I can't get there. I don't have any more time left in the day. Right, right, right. So it's like, so then it became a whole, a whole lot of understanding mm-hmm. of what's controllable, what's not controllable, and then shifting right. accordingly. Right. I think and I'm, I'm probably going to say something pretty unpopular, oh. and m- maybe this will get us. <laughs> Our first one-star rating. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> don't do that. But um, I think we are. I, I think we feel like the only result is up and to the right on the line graph, right? That okay. As time progresses, you're moving up, right? Right. right. Because okay. you know that that's just a part of the whole entrepreneurial American American dream kind of right. Right. Is up and to the right as fast as somebody else. Right. <laughs> Which goes back to our last episode about comparing ourselves to others, right? Right. Okay. But if the faster the growth, the there's trade-offs to that in our lives, mm, yeah, right? There is. And so a lot of times we're like, but I'm, I did not hit half a million in my first year, or I right. didn't hit 3 million in my first 10 years, you know, right. whatever that, that benchmark is of up and to the right. Sometimes we put expectations on growth and, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's just what everybody does in America. You know, that's just right. who we are, you know? And so we set up these expectations that we have to, we feel like we have to live up to. And so we create all of these situations and expectations that feel like they fit in the uncontrollable category. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if I'm going to hit half a million this year, I got to, I got to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And now I'm working 80 hours a week. Right. Right. And, and he, I might hit my goal, but I hate my job. I right. hate my business. I yeah. don't want to do this anymore. Now you've taken your business to where you thought you wanted to be to a place you didn't want to be. Right. So that's my unpopular thought. Is incremental growth okay? 
Yeah, I mean, versus I, exponential, it's exponential growth. Right. right? I, th- I think everybody needs to wrestle with that because there is a trade-off in that. Right. It's exactly. You know, right. I mean, one of the businesses that I've started, I'm like ten hours a week and no more. Yep. I put guardrails around that. Right. And it can't grow any faster than ten hours a week. Yeah. And and I mean, I know, like, I listened to Dan Miller on, and he talks about side hustles. Yeah. And he says, you know, you can have a side hustle at 10 hours a week. Right. So put guardrails around your job. Like your yeah. job, you know, it might need guardrails so that you can do your side hustle. And that's healthy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily, your day job doesn't necessarily right. need to, to, to suck 100 hours out of your week. Like right. sometimes that's unhealthy. Sometimes that's right. healthy depending on where you want to be. Like, and this is the, the best part about these conversations, I think, for people is that you get to determine what's healthy and what's not for you. Right. You get to determine whether up and higher to the right is the answer. Is is the, you know, I look at some of these contracting business, going back to the comparison things, like, and some of these people are doing $25 million a year. I just read it. I mean, I, I think right. Facebook has has tweaked its situation to now I get those those as ads, right? <laughs> right. It's like, if you want your business to be $25 million a year, you need to click on this. Like, right. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, um, and from, and I just don't know that I want that. I don't know right. if I want, I don't know that, for one, I don't have enough processes in place to be able to handle that much business. Right. So, and then early on in my, when I had, the, my coach was like, hey, where do you want this to go? Like, right. you know, going from um, $2 to $150 in a short amount of time or a million to $25 million in a year, mm-hmm. that's going to take a lot of growth right. and a lot of people because right. you can't just do that overnight with the same crew. Right. And I think it's easy for us to look at our business regardless of what level we're at. Mm-hmm. And we think we want to grow. And, I'm, and no, we're not saying... We're not. We're not saying don't grow. Right. For but sure. How much growth? Well, in is is appropriate for you and your business, right? right? And so, we hear the stories, right. you know, of people who overnight success, right? Right. <laughs> but the podcasts, the movies, the the shows, they don't necessarily tell about the whole story. Mm-hmm. You hear the successful part, you mm-hmm. know, um, or you hear, you know, you don't hear that. Well, yeah, I, you know, I built the foundation of a, you know. A, multi-million dollar business yeah, for, you know, for two years. And then we went gangbusters in year three. Right. Uh, but that all happened when I was single mm-hmm. or that happened before I had kids or, right. you know, or, you know, and so the it priority it's, shifted. Right. You know, you, you had a different bandwidth, you had different guardrails. Right. right. And so what, you know, what we're saying in this is take an inventory, yep. you know, gain that self-awareness Right. Of looking at the guardrails in our lives because that's that's what we feel enslaved to, mm-hmm. right? That right. we feel enslaved because there are guardrails that I have to show up in, and if I don't, everything crashes and burns. Right, right. That's a huge pressure. Right. What we f- probably miss in the moment mm-hmm. is that we're the ones that put the guardrails there. Yeah. Right. And we don't realize that we can move the guardrails. Right. <laughs> and don't let other people put those guardrails in place for you. Yeah, if somebody else has put it in put there, somebody then recognize if you're not comfortable with it, you need to change it. Right, I, and and I mean, there are going to be <clears> some <throat> that you have to. I mean, when a you know, if you're ordering parts from a certain distributor, 
mm-hmm. they're going to have their guardrails of when right. they show up. They're not right. going to deliver at three in the morning so you can have it on the truck by six right. to go to the job, right? Right. So, you know, there's some things like that that you can't control. Right. But, And there's a time and a place to deal with that problem, too, right? right. Like, if it happens to be that's the case, then maybe you have to send the guy out first thing in the morning to go get pick up the part, right. and it is what it is. But the guardrail might also be that you made a promise to the customer yeah. that you, Shouldn't have. you probably should have given it a longer timeline. Yeah. And so you're dealing with your guardrail. Right. And so you can move that to fit other people's. Right. Right. And so that's... Yeah, and I, I mean, and I know from... I mean, I just had this problem the other day. I had a customer that had a problem, and I didn't promise them anything. I checked on things first to mm-hmm. see if I could make them happy for what they wanted. And I said, I'm not sure. Let me check. Right. And then was able to, to follow through with making it happen. Um, but I would say that I was, even though I was not excited about the idea that I was going to tell them that that might not be able to happen, mm-hmm. you know, it just was what it was. We had already right. responded to one fire that they had that mm-hmm. we had to go put out. And this was fire number two that just happened to be within 24 hours. Right. <laughs> so it was like, okay, so like, you you know, that's a major shift for somebody who doesn't have the bandwidth that's mm-hmm. already pre-planned for some business for, for some jobs to get done. Right. And now you're pulling somebody off and something else is not getting done. Right. Right. And I think there's maybe even some tension with some of the values we place. Yeah. And not I completely agree with that. I'm glad not, you went there. Not knocking our value. No. Like, you know, one of the businesses I've set up, I'm I've got to onboard a client. Mm-hmm. There's a certain time frame that I have to set an expectation of this is what onboarding looks like. Right. I could say every client gets onboarded in less than 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Or I could say every client gets onboarded in a week or two weeks, right? Right. Um, if I set up the 48-hour or a 24-hour, right, right, then I have to do that. Right. And that's okay for the first handful of clients. Right. That's true. Right? But then... But can you keep up with it? You either have to change your expectation, your value, mm-hmm. of saying, okay, well, we're going to extend this to a week because we just don't have the bandwidth. Right. Right? Or you have to hire somebody. Yeah. You have to bring team in. And you know, and that in brings in a whole other set of, right. of things. And so we have to we have to have the the space. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times on a podcast do we talk about pulling out? Yep. Getting the opportunity to look at the high level view. Right. And say, what is really forcing me down this road mm-hmm. that's causing me this tension? Right. And how do I do I change my values? Right. If not, what else do I have to change? Right. Well, and I think that, you know, you went from it from a different angle, which is, uh, this is great. I love it. Yeah. Um, I was thinking more of the back end. Like, I think that so many, so many business owners think, well, I need to make a million dollars. Like, I need, I personally need to make a million okay. dollars. So yeah. I need the business to be able to produce da 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 to get me to that point, right? Well, sometimes right. what I've realized quickly is, is like, well, that might not be a good idea. Like, mm-hmm for the company to produce that amount of money and you, you might have to work 150 hours a week <laughs> right. and that's not healthy for your lifestyle. Right. Well, what do you value? Do you want the money or do you want the time? Like, and so there's a, there's a correlation mm-hmm. there, you know, something's right. got to give. Right. 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 And so I just think, um, I had, a I had, uh, another business owner. I started a, in a group and, one of the and he's more successful and he said just remember you don't have to buy the jet you don't have to buy the right, Lamborghini right you don't have to buy 
whatever it is, that thing that you think you really need, mm-hmm. you probably don't. Right. Like, and right. I was like, one of those moments where it's just like, wow. Right. Like, well, can I say something else unpopular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we give younger generations, I say we, culture gives younger generations a harder time because there's a sense of entitlement yeah. in our younger generations. Mm-hmm. Is this not exactly the same thing? Yeah. That older generations are falling into as well, going, right. I'm entitled to growth. I'm entitled to, I mean, you know, hitting that exponential growth that makes, you know, a movie or makes the po- the big time podcast, right? Right. Um, that's like saying, you know, I'm 13 years old and I'm going to play in the NFL. Right. What is the percentage of people hitting the big time like that? Right. It's super low. Right. 1% or less, right? Yeah. It's, it's something like that. I mean, how many youth leagues in the nation and how many pro teams, right? Right. That's and exactly so right. that, you know, do we have that expectation or we sense that entitlement? Like, why is my business not hitting the big leagues? Yeah. Because yeah, that's not going to happen for everybody. Right. And it, and it's okay. And, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, that's what I think I've come to terms with. Like, I don't think I need my business to be a national company. I just don't have a desire to be right. there in that space. And if it and if it is, here's the other the other side the other side of the coin from you know entitlement is patience. Yeah. That if it is going to become a national company, yeah, it doesn't have to happen in year two, or next month, or, <laughs> or next the first ten years. That's like, my I mean, goal for you know Q three. Yeah. Let it let your business grow organically. I mean, set goals, grow, right, push, right, right, you know, for sure. strive. Absolutely. We are not saying that you shouldn't strive right. for your best, but realistic thinking in not comparing right. ourselves right. to the amazing success stories. Right. There's some of them because out there. Absolutely. And they one of us might be one. Yeah. And who knows? They didn't do it in Q3. Right. Or the first two years. I guarantee you, because right. they would have not learned enough fast enough to be able to be there. Right. Right. It's just, there's no way. Yeah. So people be patient. Yeah. <laughs> we hope we, uh, we hope, uh, we hope you hear our heart. I mean, yes, for sure. We want to grow. We want to succeed. We want to see amazing things happen for our businesses, for our families, for our right. community. And for the people that we work with side by side, you know, like in the other businesses that we bump mm-hmm. into, like we want right. to see the best that, and we want, if that's what you want, I don't think you should stop striving for it, but just right. keep everything in but perspective. But just know there's the trade-offs. Right. There are going to be guardrails that you place in your life right. that will force you into patterns that you may or may not want to go. So that's your And if that's a, your pattern, great. So you're not a yeah. slave to your business if you don't want to be. Yeah. But by and far, by large, whatever that saying is. Yeah. By, by, far by and large, large, whatever. By and large, <laughs> whatever. Most of the leaders and entrepreneurs that I've been talking to at some level feel enslaved. Yeah. And there's always that eye roll moment in a conversation of like, oh, I still have to take care of this this week. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's not. And so how do we work through that? Right. How do we deal with those? And that's a, that's a huge part of being a leader. Yeah, completely agree. So, Well, thanks for joining us today. We're going to wrap this up and... Uh, we hope that you hear, like you, like Jason said, I hope you hear our hearts. I hope that you um, are growing more and more with this podcast as we mm-hmm. put more helpful tips out there because we want nothing better than to see you grow. Yeah. And uh, leading is serving. So if you're leading yourself and you're working hard to lead those around you, kudos to you. That's right. 
And hop over to leadingisserving.com. Leave us a rating or review. Um, nominate a leader. Or if, if, you, if you'd like to be on the podcast, yeah, nominate yourself. Love, yeah, right? for That's, sure. We'd love that too. too. Um, or and if you're interested in groups, um, let us, you know, shoot us a message and we would love to talk to you about what's coming down the road with the Uncommons and the Business Network. So Sounds great. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. <laughs>